Welcome to Black Executive Podcast, where we share inspiration and actionable advice for Black creatives going pro. I'm your host, Jazz. With each episode, we'll chat with Black creatives thriving in entrepreneurship, corporate careers, and the nonprofit sector, all while building a network of Black creatives, six head nods apart. Enjoy the show, where the dreamers become doers and the aspiring become inspired. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jess, and today we'll be talking to Jason and Ashley, the creators and hosts of the Loveology podcast. Welcome to the show, Jason and Ashley. Hi, (laughs) thanks for having us. What's up? How's everybody going on? Thanks for having us, man. This is awesome. Thanks for agreeing to come on to this show. And what I'm really hoping to do with this podcast is highlight content created by Black creatives in the field, you know, providing representation and kicking down doors for those to come. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about your experience, how you came up with your idea and what it took to turn your idea, your dream into what we know today is Loveology uh, podcast. So let's start by just warming up. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, a little bit about us, babe. You want to take that away? Oh, you can go ahead. (laughs) Well, we're from a small town in Arkansas called Mm -hmm. Brinkley, and that's where we grew up. And we... um, you know, we've known each other for a while. I knew her family. She knew my family. And we just kind of grew up. All right. And we never, I never approached Ashley. But uh, as we got older, I recognized, I saw, I saw, I said, man, let me go ahead and quit playing. He saw me grown out and about having a good time. He's like, oh, oh, look Dancing at her. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw him dance move. I said, let me go ahead and let me go and see what's going on. So. Yeah, we 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 got married and 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 we my wife um wanted to, you know, staying home from from school, you want to tell tell staying home from work. You want to tell about how how we transitioned to the the, the, the podcast? Po- yeah. Okay, well, just a little bit more about us. Okay. You know, we've been married for coming on 8 years in October. Congrats. And, uh, Thank you. you, you, And we're parents. We have two little ones. Um, Yeah. And we're both veterans. So I just want to throw that in there. Shout out to the veterans. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your service. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I was in the better branch, the Navy. Crazy. (laughs) Jason. (laughs) Clearly the best force, the Air Force. (laughs) Jason was in the Air Force. So, yes. Um, So rolling into how we started the Loveology podcast. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Okay. How did you come about this idea? Okay, so it originated because I, after the birth of my second child, I uh, decided that I needed to take some time home and focus on the home and family life. Mm-hmm. And um, totally her choice, by the way. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I supported whatever she wanted to do. Right. <laughs> um. So you know, I, I'm definitely a busybody, and I was looking for something that I could you know, do that would be, you know, something to keep my creative juices going. Mm. I um, have been in the film and uh, television industry and um, I had recently been turned on to podcasts. Um, They have been around for years, but I didn't know anything about them, but um, had been turned on to those. And I just thought that there, that may be something that I might like to try. So, you know, now I have a new baby and I'm thinking about, well, what do I want to talk about? And, you know, it, it just couldn't be too time consuming. And, you know, right. I just thought it, thought about it. I was like, well, you know, me and Jason, you know, we have a pretty good relationship. And well, basically tell about when, we, when you was in class. 
Well, um, so when I was, I did go to film school out here in LA. And um, Mm -hmm. when I was in my film class, we had a, an assignment, like an, uh, an audio assignment where we were supposed to record something. And um, I picked Jason to, we just had to record something, uh, interview somebody quickly just to make sure that we were recording the audio nicely. So Jason is the closest person to me. So of course I grabbed him and was like, Hey, let's go record something for my right. homework. Right. In the closet. We're in yeah. The closet. In the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason and I, you know, did a quick recording. He's being his silly self as normal, you know, <laughs> as usual. And we played this audio to my class and I was in a class, a very unique school. Yes. where there was a lot of uh, students from different countries. Or, or everybody other than Ashley was from a different country. Well, in my class. <laughs> in, in her in class. My, yeah, that's pretty dope. Yes, it was. It was a great, great experience. It was just, it was awesome to have a person from Saudi Arabia, a person from um, Amsterdam, a person from, three people from China, you know. Like, literally not, like, when she say from, like, they're they over from. here on a student visa. Exactly. So it's like their first. Uh, yeah. They really couldn't even really understand English as much. Right. It's the, Chinese, the Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had to kind of translate a little bit. Right. So um, basically when we played this audio, all these people, it was about seven of us and they're all from different countries and all of them were just laughing. And I was like, oh, is Jason funny or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know. <laughs> well, y'all don't know, but Ashley is my biggest supporter and my biggest hater all at the same time. <laughs> all the time but it's all love yeah so basically i'm like okay this is very unique that people from seven different countries or six or seven different countries find us just speaking to one another amusing right right so as i'm thinking about some of the things that i could possibly talk about on my podcast that came back to my memory (laughs) that oh People from different countries found me and Jason conversating, entertaining, uh, entertaining, yeah. right? Um, and you know, okay, you know, this is would be pretty easy for me and Jason to um, talk and do this together, right? right. Um, and then I just thought about the things that I was passionate about, and I'm definitely very passionate about um, helping people. Mm-hmm. And how could we help? This is my process, right? How could we help people? Well, we seem to have a pretty good relationship. Maybe we can talk about love and relationships, right? So. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it came about. And, you know, I asked him and he was on board uh, with it, but yeah. And I tell people I used to, I thought about being a, um, a therapist. So, you know, a a marriage and family therapist. So I feel like this is kind of me, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. You still living a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you really think about it, what's all going on in the world today? Um, you know, we talk about love, right? And it's titled Loveology. It's the study of love, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of things that's going on right now is basically the lack of love. You know, if if we love one another uh, as we love ourselves, we're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. Then a lot of this wouldn't wouldn't be going on. So it's not just you know. Yes, it's mainly we're talking about relationships, but we're talking about self love. We're talking about boyfriend and girlfriend love. We're talking about you know just loving just in general. Yes. So that's what it's all about. Yes, but primarily we are talking about um, love and relationships, <laughs> like <laughs> romantic relationships. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know if I ever heard the full story about the class and everything. So 
Like, it's really informative to hear about how this one thought became this actual tangible thing. Like, y'all set out a goal and then you accomplished it. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how did you go about preparing for your first episode? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's one thing to kind of have this idea of a podcast or a product or a service, but it's another to actually get it done, you know, figure out what you need, your audience, your equipment. Mm -hmm. So what was the process like and how long did it take for you to go Mm -hmm. from idea to episode? Well, let me start off because... Uh, first of all, my wife is the super planner of the, <laughs> of the of us two. So when we first thought about this, and you know, I was saying, "Hey, babe, I'm just gonna come in. I'm just gonna record, and I'm done. I'm not gonna be dealing with all this editing. I'm not doing this, right? <laughs> I'm just gonna come in and record." And so w- what happened? We literally just, I guess, fell in love with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so it, it it grew to something else. So now I'm way more involved than I thought I was gonna be. But my wife, just to answer the question, my wife came up with all the the plan and everything. So, babe, how how did you come up with that process? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Basically. <laughs> like, so it started off with research. Everything, you know, you got to do your research. Um, once I had the topic in, right. in mind, I just, you know, went to the great internet and, um, you know, researched like what were the steps in creating a podcast. Um, I had already figured out what I wanted to talk about, how now I had to figure out how often we want to release it and what type of equipment we needed. So I just did some YouTube searches. <laughs> like I love YouTube. It's a wonderful resource, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I said YouTube, my daddy. <laughs> YouTube taught me how to do a lot of different things. So shout out to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I just went to the Internet, started researching. We uh, found some equipment and, and I was familiar with a lot of things because I did go to film school. So um, I was familiar with, you know, what type of microphones we may need, extension cords and things like that. But honestly, you know, the Internet, I just did a, a massive amount of research, decided what which equipment we were going to buy, purchased that equipment and, um, you know, got started figured out what platform we wanted to stream the podcast on and mm-hmm. and you know jason you know is awesome with all of that stuff so thank he you, he figured you. out he thank watched you. youtube videos and <laughs> i had to take my credit where i can get it thank you thank you very much <laughs> um and that was pretty much it like just did the research and just i, I did set a time frame you know that i wanted to uh, release and I don't think we hit it but we hit it like a week after right like yeah. we actually pushed that first episode maybe like a week or two after so I do think that's important right like sit in a time for yourself and say I am going to do it it's not going to be perfect some mm. of this stuff we will figure out as we go I did as much research as I could but once we got to that date I'm happy I, I set that date that I wanted to, you know, go ahead and release this podcast because otherwise I would have been trying to perfect things and perfect it some more. And sometimes, you know, analysis paralysis. That's what Jason says. Yes. Stay away from it. (laughs) Look, like that defines my life. I need to write that down. Analysis paralysis because uh, I go through it. Oh, go ahead, Jason. No, no, I was I was just gonna say with you know, affirmations definitely help out because we, we kinda moved through the process pretty pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm. Uh as soon as we got the name, it was like, Oh, it, it was it. Like and then I saw the the image in my mind, what it what it was gonna look like. I, I knew what it was gonna look like before we put it down. So we didn't even have to t- tinker with it. It was just let me get it 
to look like what I thought in my head. And and then we that same weekend, we called a lawyer to get a trademark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it took like a whole year yes. for it to finally come back. But we we have a registered trademark. But it but you know, it, and I, I like to say this affirmation is, you know, I am always under direct inspiration. I make decisions, I make right decisions quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you know, affirmations, I think, is is a key to uh, help you maneuver through through this journey called life. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I have a board of my own. So I'm definitely of that mindset, too. I'm with you. I like I like how you apply that to everything, you know, business, too, because I know that sometimes affirmations can be seen as like borderline spiritual, religious you know, but hearing affirmations apply to business moves, daily tasks, just things you do during the day. Remember to say those things throughout the day and not just like a morning or evening ritual, but an ongoing process of like feeding your mental, like an mm-hmm. active dialogue exactly. with yourself. Like that's really a heavy application that we may not consider sometimes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so like now you've been saying your affirmations and you're all hyped up, you know, like you're ready to go. How did y'all get into the market? Like, how did y'all figure out who your target audience would be? Um, how did you start marketing and reaching out to prospective listeners? Or did you kind of just create the content and then put the rest of it out there to see who would listen? Uh, Well, I think I am the marketing guy marketing guru of the two mm-hmm. and uh you know i always been in sales you know ever since i was a kid you know i used to go knocking door to door to cut people yard i used to collect pick up cans i used to pick up spare parts on bikes and put them together and sell it <laughs> so that blow pops like cds you name it I've, I've i've pretty much done it i like to you know, make money off of legal ways. Right. And so, um, you know, after putting this podcast together, um, I don't know, I think I came across something on YouTube about finding your avatar. Right. And, 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 and so we kind of imagine, we just closed our eyes and kind of imagine to see what type of person would, would listen to us and receive this information, you know, and for whatever reason, I don't know, I, I just kind of gravitated towards a, um, a, a, a younger uh, black woman, you know, probably in the ages between, you know, 25 to 35 that could readily, readily, you know, receive this information. And that, you know, is that who's listening to us now? I think that is. I think that's our. I think that's our avatar. Our avatar, the majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we having more and more uh, guys are listening to us. Uh, uh, more older generation listen to us uh, because we like to put it out there that we're not experts, you know. And I think that's that's key. We're not experts. Mm-hmm. Can't be because some people get turned off to if you're trying to always constantly tell them you're doing this wrong and oh we're doing it all right no we still mess up we i'm still i'm learning you know what i'm saying I'm, i've grown so much right. since i started this thing since we started this thing so uh i think we just i just closed my eyes and i just visualized who would who would who would who would buy this podcast for free you know and i and i thought i just kind of gravitated towards um, like I said, 25 to 35 year old, um, woman, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I think that's who, who's listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I just wanted to say, like, to, like, really break down that process, Jason, of, like, you know, just really thinking about the content that you're that you're creating. And think and like you said, thinking about who wants to hear this and just mm. really, really digging in, getting very detailed, like, you know, just like you said, the age, the, um, the you know, nationality and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because, you know, so like, it was going back to age, you know, you have some older you know, older people, it's funny when I, when I'm out and about, I have my loveology hat on my shirt and, you know, they ask what it is. And I said, so, you know, it's a love relationship podcast. Oh, how long you been married? You know, <laughs> no, they didn't. Tell me what, you know, and it's right. like, well, well, sir or madam, you know, uh, we get a lot of this information from people that's been, been in the game 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. We, we get our information from books and, you know, documentaries and, you know, so it's not, we do give out some uh, insight of our relationship, but it's majority we're talking about just relationships and or just love in the whole, you know, as a whole, we're talking about the study of love. So no one can really uh, know everything there is about love. Everybody's a student. I don't care if you've been, been, been married for 80 years, you're a student today. You're still a student. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the idea that you highlight, you know, a, that y'all spend a lot of time researching and B, that you're still a student and you're always learning, even as, you know, you're podcasting, you're learning more about yourselves and your relationship. So what made y'all pull in research and not just have like a show based on personal experiences? You know, you hear some podcasts that are super heavy on their personal lives and it's very opinion based, but it sounds like y'all have a nice mixture. And, and I have listened to a lot of your episodes. Um, and I know that y'all have like this balance of your personal experiences. And then you have research back evidence to support some of the claims that you make. Well, I, well, real quick, I think it goes back to the beginning. You know, if we're, we're, we, we already thought to set, set this podcast up for uh-huh. the world. This is not just Arkansas. We live in Los Angeles now. It's not just for the West Coast or, the, or just the United States. No, our, you know, we started off with the, a worldwide audience with, with Ashley's first assignment. So we're looking at the world on this. So we can't be so closed in to our, just our relationship in the United States. You know what I'm saying? It's other relationships out there in the world. And so therefore you got to kind of, like we got to break it down to the, to the basics. You know what I'm saying? That everybody can feel this. And we, you know, I think we have accomplished that by, you know, charting in a lot of different countries. We, we, we just charted in Colombia and, and England and, you know, all over the place. Shout out to India. We charted over there. So, yeah, we charted in a lot of different countries. So I think we, we accomplished that. But, babe, what would what, what you, you got to say on that? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, like, yeah, just to piggyback on what you're saying, like, our experience is very limited, right? Like, we have a lot of experiences, but, it's, I mean, there's so many people out here in the world. Right? <laughs> there's so many different types of relationships and so many different experiences. So, you know, we started the podcast with the, with the word loveology saying the study of love because we want to study it and we say in our intro that we're not the experts so you know we came in with this idea of you know we are going to be studying it and just kind of regurgitating what we've learned Mm -hmm. right (laughs) because and through our personal experiences but also through 
uh, research because, you know, like Jason said, we have learned a lot. So we never claim that we had all the answers. So therefore, we have to keep researching and we have to reach out to other couples and, you know, and find out about their experiences. There's just some things that we can't talk about. Like we had an episode about blended families. Exactly. We don't have a blended family. Exactly. So, you know, we have to reach out. We have to reach out. We reached out to a therapist for that. Mm-hmm. But we really want to help couples, you know, blend their family successfully. Right. Correct. But we can't. The, our experience is limited. And, um, and, and, and like situation. you said, we, we, brought, we brought an expert on. Right. To talk about. That. We, we're not experts on that at all. Right. You know, so we when we bring when we talk about these other different topics, it's not like I said, it's not just from us. Sometimes we'll have an expert come in and actually be on the show. But we definitely get the information from an expert or right. someone that is deep into that. Uh, that lifestyle. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm also just a very curious person. And just because, you know, this is the way that Jason and I operate may not be the best way, or maybe we are uneducated about something and, mm-hmm. you know, we can, I, I'm very serious about the type of advice that I'm giving out to people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to make sure that it's, you know, uh, very solid. So mm. uh, based on my experiences, maybe that's not, you know, the the most solid advice. So I want to I want to go uh, check out uh, what some therapists or elderly people. We read a book about, you know, um, some of America's um, oldest couples and and what their experiences were. And they've been married for 30 plus years. Well, I think they got yeah. something to tell us. Right. I so mean, this guy. Interviewed, <laughs> he interviewed over how many couples? I think it was, was 700. Over 700 wow. couples. And on average, those couples was married what like 45 years? Like 40, oh, yeah, 40. So you you so you're gonna tell me they don't have good information? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, yes, we talk about we reference that book a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it just like what's the name of that book? Uh, Thirty Lessons of Loving. Thirty Lessons of Loving. Mm-hmm. So I think it just boils down to understanding that we definitely don't have all the answers, and and um we we really want people to have quality content and and some good solid information. And you know we're only one couple with a certain set of experiences, and there's lots of different experiences out there. And for sure. So we want to. We want to research from the experts, the the, the uh, therapists and everyone else and exactly. give that to you. Yes. Like, I think that because of the way that y'all approach the show with this hybrid model of research coupled with your personal experiences. And, you know, now you have this international audience, which is exactly what you set out to do. Clearly, it shows that you have a strong brand presence. And I follow y'all, of course, on social media. And I know y'all had like ludicrous shouted out the show which is hella dope and that was major so like to reach those heights how did y'all go about establishing and maintaining the brand like i know y'all have merchandise for loveology y'all have live facebook events so um how have you gone about cultivating the loveology brand well i i would like to say you know it starts off with the content you know and my wife says she is the researcher (laughs) she is the one that 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 really put the you know gas the she really have the the nutrients of of the loveology podcast brand so for me again she she's always been a, a researcher she she's always been a bookworm right i'm the opposite I, i'm i'm you know i'm up here i'm a you know some would call a, a hustler right but i'm an entrepreneur i'm an entrepreneur by heart you know so 
I can, I can, I can, I can sell anything as long as I believe in a product. And so by actually having this awesome, awesome, um, enrichment of, of ideas and, 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 and information, it's like, it's easy to, to keep it going. So from there, I just, I'm just constantly figuring out, okay, how can I evolve? How can I, you know, it's, it's just, it's constant. It's just a constant thought. And I think that's, I think that goes into play. That's just that's how I always been. So it's just, it's just constantly researching on my end. How can I make this better? What can I do? You know, go to YouTube. Uh, what are the top uh, podcasts are doing out there? You know, how can I emulate what they got going on? So, you know, it's just constantly figuring out how can I do better than the next, the last episode. Yeah. And I think for me, it definitely starts with having a clear vision in the beginning, like really taking some time to really have a clear vision of what we want and what message we want to, you know, put out there to our audience and just keeping that vision in mind. If you have to write it down, you know, sometimes um, I do look at something that I've written of what the purpose and the vision of this podcast is mm-hmm. to remind me so my content doesn't you know, uh, veer too far off. And like Jason is saying, basically, because, you know, we try to keep that content very, um, you know, very uh, focused on what the vision is. Um, You know, your branding just comes naturally from Mm -hmm. that. Right. (laughs) So, and then I also think consistency is a big deal. And Jason, you know, you know, I got kind of tired at one point and I was like, I need to take a break. (laughs) we gotta keep pushing keep keep that momentum going you gotta keep the momentum going so we haven't stopped since we started yeah every week we pump out an episode yes and i can see that it definitely of with us being unknown and 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 trying to make a name and a brand uh that consistency was very important so i gotta give jason some more props for that thank you boy i'm on a roll well that's two that's two that. <laughs> but yeah, if you're unknown, yeah, that consistency is very important. People need to be able to depend on you and to know that, you know, you're, you're, you know, if we say we're doing a weekly podcast, they, they need to depend on that. So, and, and, and just to throw this out there, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm the, I'm the marketing guru, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you start in a podcast and you want to put it out there, I, you know, I love Facebook, man. Facebook has a wide range. Don't get me wrong, Snapchat and, you know, TikTok right now is, is good. It's great. Add those. But I think Facebook should be your base because you can easily go on there and I can search podcast groups or I can search love and relationship groups. Mm-hmm. I can search all these different groups, join them. Right. And become, become active in their groups. And every time I come up, come up with an episode, every time we come up with an episode, guess what? I'm posting in every last one of those groups. Mm-hmm. And so you pick up followers, you know, you pick up, say, hey, man, this this guy, I just got a guy today. Just 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 call me because we we did a um, we, we we upgraded our brand by uh, with these videos. You know, you know, people are so visual. And so it, it, t- it took our podcast to another level. And so uh, he asked me, he's like, man, who do, who do your videos, man? I, I, I got to do it because it looks so awesome. And I was like, well, I do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so people reach out. He has his own podcast, a sport podcast, but he want a video made. And I can do that for him as well. But he, we're we're creating a bun, you know what I'm saying? And he's going to tell more people about my podcast and, and it's going to get out there. So I think consistency, like she said, but also uh, – you know, strategic focus consistency as well. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
I second that idea of leveraging Facebook groups as a networking tool. So like I'm big on Facebook groups. I'm in several myself because they really allow you to like tap into these niche communities. And it's a really great Mm -hmm. tip that you just like dropped as a gem for people trying to get started with a podcast or really like, you know, any business, especially if you don't consider yourself to be an extrovert, right? Like you're not an extroverted networker. So, you know, going on social media, you can find Mm -hmm. a group and become active and get started with networking. And it's super low stakes. Yep. Yeah. And and also on Twitter, you can do similar. I, I type in in the search, I say, uh, you know, podcast recommendations and people on Twitter all the time are at every hour on hour asking, hey, I'm looking for a new podcast. Uh, give me some <laughs> recommendations, you know, and I just I got a little set little blurb I, I give them and, and I give them my link and, and, I, and I post it like that. And it, and it shows it's work. Don't get me wrong. It's work. But you pick up new followers that way as well. Yeah. And I did want to mention, too, just like even with that understanding where your audience is on which platform would they most likely be to? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we had a discussion about Facebook and we actually feel like our audience would be there Mm -hmm. more than it would be on a uh, on a TikTok maybe correct or or I don't know I, I TikTok don't know TikTok is, kinda, is, is is emerging now so maybe Snapchat but, uh, but yeah TikTok was more of like considered I guess a younger yeah but now I feel like it's, it is crossing age yeah. boundaries and all this other stuff but you know uh, Facebook seems to have like a more mature you know <laughs> crowd right. uh, older crowd maybe that's you know around our age and people who are in the midst of being married or in serious relationships which those are the people that we primarily talk to right. in our uh, podcast so right. yeah facebook you know like really you know taking a look at which platform is the best where that your your audience is most likely to be correct so knowing yeah. your audience is clearly a key here right because that's something that I've heard y'all say a lot. Just being aware of your audience, knowing who they are, how to reach them, where to reach them, what kind of content they want to hear, you know, and specifically for Loveology, thinking beyond your own relationship. It's been huge for y'all in expanding your brand. You know, you brought in mm-hmm. international listeners, you bring in couples of all ages. So y'all have already just dropped so many gems already. Is there any additional advice that you would give to a new podcaster who's trying to get off the ground with a podcast and they don't really know where to start, but they just are trying to get into the game? Shoot, yeah, man. You got to fall in love with your, with your topic. <laughs> you got to be in love with it, you know, because, you know, sometimes when you think about love, love, you know, you, you have to keep no record of wrong. You know, you have to you have to have faith in what you believe in. And even though it's, it may not be moving, you you may only have one view for the whole week. You know, but it's not about that view. It's about you, mm-hmm. right? You got to go inside you and fall in love with what you're doing. And you're going to continue to push out what you're pushing out because simply you love doing what you're doing. And eventually, you know, if you just keep breaking, just keep doing what you're doing and keep doing it consistently, I recommend every week. You know, just carve out some time where you do you do your research and you do your, your, your uh, you know, do your, your recording and push it out. And I, I think, you know, it, uh, you're going to you, you have no choice but to pop, you know, and if you know that uh, one of my mentors, Master P, he says no limit to what you do. So if if you really feel like it's no limit and you believe that, like it's going to grow on it, it's just going to do what it is. 
we, we're so powerful and our tongue is so powerful. We don't really understand it. And it's like, just, just do your affirmations, do what you do, believe in it, love it. And it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. I second that. I feel like that's like the best piece of advice. <laughs> For yeah. Sure. And if, and if you starting off, starting off, starting off, I, I recommend getting you record like 10 shows, go ahead and get those shows in the books before you lunch. Right. Mm-hmm. Record about 10 shows. And when you lunch, now you can drop that first episode and then the next week can drop the second episode. So you, you have somewhat of a right. cue. So you don't have to be, you, you're not in a groove yet. Cause you're just getting started. Right. You know? So, you know, we, we don't have, we don't have a cue. <laughs> <laughs> we started out with a cue. We with with a cue <laughs> but we don't have a cue. Everything we do. Uh, my wife, she's a, but she, she's like I said, she's a uh, expert researcher she puts stuff together so fast and she reads these books, listens to the audio books. <laughs> and, and she, 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 I don't understand how you read the book so fast. I'm, I'm not a bookworm. You know, I'm a audio book worm. I guess you say I'm a video worm, but uh, yeah, she, she pumps them out uh, really fast. So, but, but we've been in the game for over a year now. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So I think getting that, that, that storage, that storehouse of, of content uh, before you lunch and then kind of finding your groove and just try new things and all that good stuff. And you'll, you'll figure it out. It, yeah. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to make its way out. It's going to figure itself out. Don't worry about it. Just go. Yeah. And then some people actually say release, you know, a few episodes once you launch too, mm-hmm. because sometimes people are, you know, they really enjoyed it and they want to hear something else. And I feel like now we're kind of growing at a more exponential rate, right? Yeah. Because we have so much, um, material for people to choose from now. 72 episodes. Yeah, Shout 72 out. episodes. So once people hear one episode, it's like, oh, let me listen to another one. Let me listen to another one. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that's another tip that maybe you may, you know, think about go ahead and dropping three or four episodes right. when you lunch to give right. yourself a strong... So people can binge on it. Yeah, and send quick. to their friends. Just have a different material to, to use. From, to use. So, so record 10 and, and drop about three. <laughs> <laughs> and then every week drop one. Yeah. That yeah, sounds like, like that. a really solid strategy, you know, to just get you out the door. I know sometimes you just need to get it done. You know, just do the work. Let me say that again. Just do the work. Like any side hustle, hobby or new interest that you pick up is so easy to get discouraged. Like, especially like you said, Jason, if you have like one view for the week and it's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not a podcaster. Maybe I don't want to do this. But if you keep creating content and putting it out there and you have work in the queue, It'll give you some time to have your podcast kind of sit on the market, get views, the chance to rack up, mm. and keep your motivation going. And, and also make it a camp, make no campaign it. You yeah. know, before you before you lunch, let everybody know you're about to lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the key. You're gonna build. Go ahead and get that Facebook group going. Yeah. Go ahead and get that that Facebook uh, business page going. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead and and. and business cards going mm-hmm. if you truly believe i know a business card is a little bit different now <laughs> since covid nobody <laughs> won't know but still go ahead and, you know get these things going get your uh you know your brand going you know we we when we lunched we already had t-shirts we already had you know all these different uh uh you know apparel we, everything was already set up you know and you here's another tip that you can do that it doesn't cost you much. You know, you can use a, a print on demand company. Mm-hmm. They call them POD print on demand. And the one that I use is, uh, you, it's a few of them out there, but we use Printful. And Printful 
blueprintful.com, you can go on there, set up your uh, account with Shopify, right? And you can you can get take your logo and you can virtually put it on a shirt and you can put it on your website and then people can buy it. And so when people purchase that shirt, they're not they're not you don't have the inventory. The inventory is going is somewhere else. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? And so they'll buy the shirt. And the shirt may cost you, the podcaster, $20, but you may want to put like a $5 charge on top of it. You know, so the shirt's $25, you make $5 and you don't have to print the shirt. You don't have to ship the shirt. You don't have to do anything. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So you can set this inventory up before you even launch. So, you know, and you can have the website going and it, it'll show, hey, you go ahead and support our show. We'll, we'll go ahead and get your shirt now. You know what I'm saying? And then once you launch, people can start taking pictures of your product before you even launch. And it's like you can start building the buzz before yeah. you even go. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, that's a, that's a good way to go at it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for really dropping those gems on monetization. You know, a lot of times as creatives, we want to do what we love, but we don't always immediately know how we can make money off, off of it, you know? And it kind of becomes like this side project because you don't know how to monetize it. But if you can take something you love and nourish it, like it can go from a side hustle to your full time job, like a whole business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Before we wrap up, I know that y'all have an international audience and y'all don't necessarily highlight any one particular race. But this podcast specifically is about black creatives. So how do you feel that your podcast is impactful to the black community and black culture? Y'all are clearly a phenomenal representation of black love, especially at a time where there are these stereotypes that black people don't get married. They don't stay married. All of these misconceptions and y'all just come through and you crush all of it. So how do you feel like y'all impact the community? Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, from 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 what you just said, you know, uh, representation, you know, just by the very act of us being who we are, right, and and hopefully can serve as a role model for uh, for someone. But definitely, you know, sometimes in the black community, we don't get when we go outside of our home, we don't get the sort of respect, the love, the care mm-hmm. that we need, right? So I think that it's just really, really important for us to have a safe haven at home. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so, uh, again, that's why I'm just very, very passionate about people having healthy relationships and being able to get that love and support that we kind of dis- desperately need more than yes. other people because of society and the way society treats us. So hopefully that's the biggest impact that um, we're making. I, I just want. I want people's home life and their relationships to be solid and I want them to be happy. So any tools or whatever we can give to people um, to help them create better relationships and marriages for themselves. Um, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and, and for me, I, I, I always, you know, I, I feel like, you know, being in a relationship, you know, I, you know, life is already difficult, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, the journey of life right. is, 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 is difficult. Uh, especially I believe, you know, for the, you know, I don't want to just say it like that, but from where we come from, mm-hmm. the black community, you know, it's it's difficult, right? And you want a partner to to travel to you know to go on through this journey, and I I think we're showing that man, it's actually benefits of having a a mm-hmm. cool partner mm-hmm. that you can be honest about about who you are. Just get this out the way, you know, get all this stuff out the way, so y'all can, you know, take on the world. 
You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think we're 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 showing that we're, that's what we're doing. You know, we, we're showing that we're showing we're giving examples that hey man, you know, if you you know do what you need to do, uh, you know, communicate with each other. I think communication is so important. I think it it is the key because with proper communication, there is trust, and that's the foundation of any relationship: communication and trust. And so, once you have those two things as your cornerstone in your in your relationship the sky literally you you just take off mm-hmm. and people can will judge you what off the fruit that you bear mm-hmm. and we're we're bearing fruit and it's like you know we're not it's like we're not we're not bearing it but for the for the fruit we're 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 bearing it we're doing the work and just fruit is just popping up and so hopefully people can bite off the fruit and say hey man i want my own tree you yeah. know, and grow your own. So hopefully that's what we're, I think that's what we're accomplishing. Hopefully more and more people talk about uh, love. I know someone said, man, uh, such and such talking about love podcast. They, they, they copying off of you. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no brother. That's what we should be doing. Yeah. The more, the need man, right. more people talking about love, mm-hmm. because again, what's going on with the world today? Hate is basically the lack of love. Mm-hmm. So you got haters we're lovers. <laughs> we're the opposite. <laughs> we love what, what you know. More people. We want more people to talk about love and relationships because, for whatever reason, it's it's they took that away from our you know the family structure. And so uh, you know, people sometimes don't look at as a marriage or or a relationship as a cool thing to do, but it it actually is, and it's very <laughs> very beneficial. You know, for all the fellas out there, if you're dating, you spend a lot of money on them dates. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> when you get in the, in the, in the marriage, or, or you just or, stop spending money on your wife, that's nah, what you're about to I say. Stop, I money get pulled together. Yes, it does. <laughs> and now that date is half off. <laughs> but it depends on how you put your, uh, you know, it depends on how your finances. Because obviously, it's you know, we do the pool, but in other finances for you know different people do they do their finances differently so it whatever works for you but right in, in our relationship we pull it together <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah now i'm sure the listeners have enjoyed listening to y'all today and definitely hearing the chemistry that y'all have and how y'all bounce off each other so if people want to know more about loveology and tune into your podcast where can they find you <laughs> Man, basically, you can go to loveologypodcast.com. You know, that's basically where we're at. Uh, but if you want to listen to our live or, or our actual uh, podcast, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, you know, uh, Spotify. We're everywhere. iHeartRadio. Wherever Radio. you can listen to a podcast. We're you there. know, and, yeah. if, and if you don't have those apps, like I said, you can go to loveologypodcast.com. There is a media player on there as well. So that's where we are. And then we also, we, we like to have, we do live discussions every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So you have the actual episode that you can listen to, which comes out every uh, Monday or Sunday night. Uh, but then we, we want to talk about it because we want to hear from you. Uh, again, on the intro, we talk about you, you know, we'll, we'll tell you what we learned, but you can share what you learned as well. We and we can all grow together, you know. So I, we learn from these live discussions. We get to sit down and talk, and you know, have just just a free time, you know, thirty minutes. And we do that on Facebook. So loveologypodcast dot com to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, and some of the other social media on Instagram we're Loveology Podcast. Yeah, and on Twitter we had a little. <laughs> That's the only one where it's different. Uh, yeah. Twitter it was too many characters. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. 
Yeah, a little bit. So it's <laughs> Love Ivy hey. Podcast without the T. <laughs> <laughs> get that T in there. Get the T in there. <laughs> uh, we was going to do PCAST, but it was like, nah, Love Ivy Podcast without the T. <laughs> uh, and Loveology Podcast. Everywhere else is Loveology Podcast. All one word. Loveology mm-hmm. Podcast. Yeah. And y'all, make sure you cop a Loveology shirt. They're super comfortable, and we love those shirts in this house. We have a few. My guy wears his all the time to the point that it's like, can you wear a different shirt today, babe? Like, a different <laughs> shirt. You know, that was part of the strategy. You know, I, I really want to have a, a very, yeah, a very comfortable uh very expensive shirt, uh, but uh, we're giving it to you guys at a at a at a at a, at a, 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 a less um, what's the word I'm going to use? I don't want to say. Or? Yeah, just just a more affordable rate. <laughs> yeah, affordable. Yeah, right. Because we use Bell and Canvas uh, uh, material, so check that out. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's very comfortable, and uh, but we give it to you for the for the low, basically. Yeah. And just to kind of shoot back to that branding question, because the t-shirts is a big branding thing, right? Like yeah. people around with yeah. your, you know logo and people are going to ask hey what's that <laughs> and so and if it feels great then you're going to wear it more yeah exactly. and it's <laughs> people are going to see love you more that's what it's all about right yeah. check box because <laughs> our household is a walking promo over here for sure <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I know that y'all provided so many gems for me as I start this podcast journey, as well as listeners looking to get into podcasting, or maybe they weren't at first, but you know, now they are. Maybe you've inspired them to do that. And if none of those, I'm sure you have enticed people to definitely tune in and listen to Loveology. For sure. Thank you. Again, thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. This is awesome. I, I love it. Wow. What another great episode. I hope that you all learned something from Ashley and Jason's story about building Loveology podcasts. Even if you are not an aspiring podcaster, I think there are several great tips that you can take note of. If you're driving, if you're out and about and didn't have time to take notes, here are some quick takeaways that I have for you. Number one, find areas where you naturally excel and capitalize. Ashley and Jason's success with Ashley's class show that, number one, people really love to hear them interact with each other. Number two, other people may want to hear that. And with her being in a class with international students, that potentially could have been an international audience. And they turned out to be right in that hypothesis. Number two, know your audience. Spend time researching them. Find their spaces. Learn who they are, where they are, how to best reach them. Um, leverage Facebook groups or wherever your audience is, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Figure out who they are, where they are, and know them. Number three, be about your business. Jason got onto everything that he needed to do business-wise early on, uh, trademarking, marketing, and monetizing. So think about monetizing early and often. Out the gate, Loveology already had t-shirts ready to go. They already had their trademark ready to go. So start with a strategy and allow it to shape and grow as your brand grows. Number four, avoid analysis paralysis. Term of the week, (laughs) analysis paralysis. Just do the work, put things into motion and the rest will follow. Just get it out there and give it a try. Sooner you can get things going, the sooner that you can learn from where you started, involved. Number five, maintain the attitude of a lifelong learner. Always look to learn something new from someone else and others' experiences. Use that to perfect your craft. You'll never know it all. And that's cool. Research, reach out to people, 
and take notes. Jason and Ashley admitted, hey, they've been married, maybe a drop in the bucket compared to couples that have been married decades, but we all have different experiences and there's always something you can learn from someone no matter the age, no matter how little the experience they would have had doing something, they may still have had an experience that is very valuable to you and vice versa. We should always be open to learn from others' experiences. So those are my five key takeaways from this episode. I hope that y'all enjoyed it and you'll give it another listen. That will be all for this week. Until next week, aspire to inspire. Thanks for listening to another episode of Black Executive. If you enjoyed listening in on this convo, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Executive. Have something to add to the conversation? Visit BlackExecutive.com to leave feedback and your thoughts could be featured on a later episode. While you're there, pick up your exclusive Black Executive gear and rep the culture. And spread the knowledge. If you know a Black creative trying to go pro, a corporate mogul looking to advance, or a cousin that's always hustling but never gets an idea going, drop them a link to the show. Until next time, keep aspiring to inspire. <laughs>